Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? The Birds won a game. Yeah, they did. Do you know how they won it? Utter dominance. And? Oh, yeah. They ran! Oh! Oh, my God! Dude, he knew how to do it. See? No, no. They hate Miles Sanders. I figured it out. Yeah, I was about to say. So, Jordan Howard and Boston Scott come in. And, like, no disrespect to them, but Miles Sanders is clearly, like, the guy. Yep. And they're just not using him. Now, maybe it's because Miles Sanders can be used in so many different ways. Uh, whereas Jordan Howard's kind of like a bell cow and Boston Scott is Boston Scott, you know. Uh, short, quick, speedy. He can be used to receive, but he's not bad at finding holes, you at least it, in the short term. You know what it is? What? When the Eagles have good players – they just go brain dead and just don't know how to use them. But then when they get like third stringers, they'd be like, Oh, okay. Let's use them. Do we call it the Travis Fulgham effect? Yes. There you go. Or actually is it the Greg Ward effect? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's true effect. too. That is true. Cause when Greg Ward was out there, Walmart cashier. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, and, like, you know, I know that's probably really offensive to call an NFL player a Walmart cashier, but at the same point in time, okay. I don't know who half the players were yeah. that year. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, we have, you know, we have a guy like Devontae Smith, you know, who could be a top 10 receiver. And we don't use him. We don't use him. But then if he gets hurt and, you know, we have John Hightower out there, he'll be great. Yeah, John Hightower would be the next Randy Moss at that yeah, point. Yeah, no, no question, no question. <laughs> it's horrible. But the, the Eagles beat the Lions in it, – it, it was more of a – tell me what, Tell me who the worst team in the league is. That's what that game was. Yeah. And listen, the Eagles are still not good. I haven't fallen for that trick. No. Yeah. But I know that they're not the worst in the league anymore. The scary part is that the Lions held the Rams to what, like 20 yeah. points? I know. It's crazy. The NFL is nuts. The NFL is nuts. They held the Ravens to 17. They almost beat the Ravens and the Rams, and then they get absolutely mollywopped by the Eagles. So I don't know. I don't really get it. Yeah. Is is the Lions defense similar to how the Eagles are with really bad players, where if they play a really good team, they're like, oh, we have to really step it up, and then they play the Eagles, and they're like, eh. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably, honestly. Yeah. I mean, um, they have like, a quarterback, so. That 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 alone will do it. And now to the Sixers. We have to talk Sixers this week. Chip, I'm going to be real with you, and I want to talk about this in the podcast. I have not gone out of my way to watch a Sixers game. If they're on, I'll leave it on in the background. But I really haven't been. I haven't been into it. I think you might have been on to something last week. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same, man. Um, this whole Ben Simmons situation kind of kind of messed everything up. Um, you know, when the season started, I was like, okay, yeah, the Sixers are back. That's great. And, you know, ever since then, like you said, I'll, I'll if they're on, I'll, I'll flip them on for a little bit. And then, you know, I'll, it'll be on just in the background. I'll be doing other things. 
but uh, the excitement right now, just it's not there. Um, you know, and that's that's sad to say because you know we obviously love the Sixers, but I, I I don't know. I mean this this whole Ben Simmons thing, I think he's just throwing everything out of whack. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I can't say. Um, I haven't even seen Yang shoot yet. I haven't uh, seen my boy Tyrese Maxey yet this year, other than one game. Um, it, it's that bad. I just don't have the enthusiasm or the let's go. Usually I'm sitting there like, oh, man, I can't wait for the Sixers to win so I can go on YouTube and play the uh, play the uh, Sixers song. It'll be great. <laughs> do, do it yeah, every single time. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Niang's I think has been pretty solid actually. Um, you know, we, we brought him in to just be a three point shooter and he's done that so far. So, um, I don't know. Um, I've been following on Twitter, like seeing what, you know, sports commentary is and see how they're doing and I'm not seeing anything great, but I'm not seeing anything God awful either. Yeah. I mean, they've beaten the teams they should have beaten and you know, they, they, They've shot well, they should have beaten the Nets. That's the game that I watched. Um, you know, just got outperformed by the Knicks. Um, they got outworked by them. They they weren't as tough as them. And then every other game, they looked solid. Uh, except that, well, the Detroit game, they almost lost. The Hawks game, from what I saw, they looked good. But, yeah, the Hawks game, they looked, they looked very solid. Um, T. Steibel defensively was unreal in that game. Um... Let's yeah. save that. Let's save the rest on that for the podcast. But yeah, we're in the nitty gritty of the Sixer season, and I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm kind of just hoping as the season goes on, uh, you know. I'll I hope I end up with the season, like where I'm glued yeah. to the TV. As soon as I log out of work, I'm just like, I got to go home and I got to watch the Sixers play. Right. Right. Yeah. Just we're just not feeling it right now. Yeah, but I'm. I barely feel like switching off a red zone to watch the Eagles either. So maybe this is just a Philly sports thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Then the Flyers, I'll be honest. I haven't been watching the Flyers all that much either. Yeah. I don't think, you know, going back to your point, it might not just be a Ben Simmons thing. I think it's just a Philly sports thing. Yeah. I'm gassed. Yeah. I mean, listen, we've, we've had a lot of sports, you know, in the last, year and a half um you know with 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 covid and you know the the uh the nba season uh the 2020 season ended in like august i need an entire summer of just baseball to recoup we had no sports for how many months and now we have too many yeah i'd rather have too many than none though i will say that that is true but i am i am just sports gassed I need to wake up in the middle of July, uh, like maybe early August, wishing that there were something else on other than baseball. Well, I think the problem with it is, you know, the, well, especially the Sixers. The Sixers left such a sour taste in our mouth, and it only happened a few months ago. So it, it's Eagles so- left a sour taste in our mouths with the Wentz situation too. Yeah, and that that too, and then the Flyers just underperformed so be- so poorly. All this stuff happened not too long ago. So it's like, it's still fresh in our minds. And the fact that we're into the next seasons already, it's like, okay, whoa, I need more time to recoup and, you know, to, to, to stomach all these things that have happened, but they don't, uh, everything's underway again. So, um, 
just let's you know. just let's uh, discuss our misery and pain, as well as our happiness about the Eagles for once. Well, I'm pain gonna, and misery, nothing. I'm not going to squander the happiness of that Eagles victory with misery and pain. We're going we to celebrate. No, we are, because then we have to talk Sixers and Flyers, so. I said. Okay. We are not squandering this victory. Our one chance to be happy in yep. the last several weeks. Uh, we, play, we, play, teams. we play the Chargers next week. The Chargers looked like. The Chargers look like a terminal disease sometimes. I want to be real with you. Um, yeah. The Chargers can also look like they have reached the heavens and touched Zeus's hand themselves. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are two opposite sides of the spectrum. Oh, that, made, that made sense, too, because Zeus is the God of Thunder and their they're, they're symbols and lightning bolt. That makes sense. That was good. Yeah, see what I did there? Yeah. That was good. Uh, well, did you do that one? What's that? Did you mean to do that, or was that just a coincidence? Uh, the Zeus one, I was going to say God, but then the Zeus thing came to my head because they were the Chargers and the Lightning okay. Bowl, yes. All right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But um, luckily I did. I was like, hey, Ryan, don't be stupid. Yeah. Jesus. I did. So. Yeah, that was good. Could have said Odin, or uh, you could have said Thor, actually, too. But, no, nah, Zeus is better. Zeus is better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, do the Chargers hold a hammer while they run out? The That's top? a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. They're just Lightning Bolts, dude. Come on. Bolts. All right. All right, yeah, that's good. All right, go Birds. Yeah. Bolts, but uh, I got nothing left. What'd you say, Chippy? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the huddle and talk some happy birds. Go birds. Go birds, baby. Go birds. Birds. So I'm going to start off with the bad news to get it out of the way. Mm. Jalen Rager's hurt. And then I'm going to move on to the good news. Well, there's more bad news. The Eagles hate Miles Sanders. Well, that's true. But we're going to move past that and acknowledge this. Without Miles Sanders, the Eagles learned how to run the football. Why do you hate Miles Sanders? Jordan Howard had two touchdowns. Boston Scott, did he have two touchdowns too? Yeah. Two running backs, four touchdowns. Jordan, This was Jordan Howard's first game for the Eagles this year, and he has more touchdowns already than Miles Sanders. Nick Sirianni, and you know, here goes the thing. I, I I haven't fallen for the the Eagles are good thing. I said that in the intro, but I will say, still terrible. If right, but if they're able to effectively run the ball, that not only takes pressure off of Jalen Hurts, but if you can run the ball against the Lions, if why not try run, run the, the ball, ball against like that? We can, if we can run the ball like that, we're beating the Chargers next week. Correct. Like I said before, the Chargers have played really poorly lately. Herbert looked horrendous last Herbert week. Herbert looked or, lost. 
I, I can imagine Justin Herbert on the sideline saying the Sam Darnold quote, I'm seeing ghosts. He Trust was seeing ghosts. Have them in fantasy. Dude, I, like, I love Justin Herbert, but that game was so bad. Yeah, uh, there was, was a point. He threw it right to the cornerback. Uh, How are you going to let Matt Jones beat you, Justin Herbert? I don't know, man. You know, maybe we dropped the gun on him, but I like him, and I'm going to keep sticking with him for now. Yeah, he, I, I don't Mac know. Jones you know th- this is an off question, too. Is it the millennial and, like, Gen Z generation where we kind of like players and latch on to them, where it's like even though they're not on the team that we like, we still kind of root for them on the side? I don't know if that's just if that's a generational thing. I just I think that's a thing in general. I think if you like a player, then why not root for him? Especially when your team is as awful as the Eagles are. That's how I was with Drew Brees when I was younger. Like I, I still loved yeah. him. Like it was. A, I don't I think it's a generation. I just think it's a thing. Like I liked. Um, I loved uh, Roddy White when I was younger. Loved him. There was no particular reason. I just, you know, he was a good player. And, you know, Falcons are – I never had a problem with the Falcons. I'm like, okay, this guy's good. I like him. You know, I got his jersey when I was younger. I had, I had a fat head of him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you just, you know, you, you, you know, you watch players. I'm like, oh, I like this guy just for whatever reason, and I did. Now, bouncing off of this question, and this is where I was going with it, is there anyone on the Eagles right now that – a child in another city somewhere across the country says, I really like that guy. Um, do you think so right now at this current moment? I, um, I would have said Zach Ertz, but that's it. Yeah. Like, you know, you know who I will say? You don't say, even just and, have to be amazing either. I'm saying like a yeah. player that is respectable that you like. You know who I will say just because it, this, this stuff has happened recently. I would say Lane Johnson. Okay, I will say all, Lane Johnson. That's true. Because all the yeah, you know the uh, they had they had like an interview on Fox uh, with him talking about like mental mental stuff. So I think people seeing that, be like, okay, this guy is like, this guy, you know, knows what's up. So I think probably as out of, out of this moment, probably Lane Johnson. Dude, you know too, like, and we bounced off that conversation that we had about uh, Ben Simmons the other week. If you listen to that, um. <laughs> Uh, we don't always view sports players as human because of how big of a platform they have. Yeah. But I'm actually glad that people are able to get their mentals together now because that might save their career down the line. You know, if you're able to get well, right, you can play. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's definitely one of the most positive things nowadays that uh, is being talked about. Like, you know, 10 years ago, this was something that was unheard of. Yeah, you'd be so, told to man up 10 years ago. Right, right. So I think, you know, I think that is probably, you know, I know the world is not the greatest place right now, but that's one of the things that is is actually good. Um, and, you know, in the Fox interview, they were like, you know, Lane was like, you know, football is a sport where it's, you know, the, the top athletes in the world. You know, you're supposed to be so tough and strong and big and, and mean. and But a lot of guys go through stuff that normal human beings go through. These these guys are human beings. Now, you know, they may look like big monsters, but they're humans. And they go through the same stuff that we do, even if they make millions of dollars. So I think, and, and you know, um, 
bouncing off of that, Calvin Ridley is stepping away from football right yep. now. Uh, Calvin Ridley of the Falcons. He's stepping away from football to work on his mental, mental, you know, whatever it may be. So talking about it and, you know, players who need to step away for those reasons, I have no problem with it. And I think more people should if they, if they, if they need to. So. Yep. Yep. You're right. And that's it. And it's like people like, and like later on in life, if people ask me like, Oh, who was, you know, who was the toughest people that you ever known? I'd be like, I'd, I would say people who let their feelings out are the toughest people I know because it's hard for, it's hard for people to do that. And if you do, that just makes you even stronger. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, you know, the one good thing that's happening nowadays is the humanization of professional athletes and athletes in general. You know, I think everyone has their own issues. And if you have a big spotlight, no matter who you are, you might still be going through something. Yeah. And holding it in has proven well, myself and probably yourself too, time and time again, to have just made it worse. And that's why we say, you know, if Ben Simmons is, you know, going through something mentally, then get it fixed. And, you know, then, then you can come back and, and we'll take your time and get it fixed. Right. Get it fixed. Take your time. Take as much time as you need. If you're not ready mentally, then you're not ready. There's nothing, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing you can do. The only thing you can do is to seek help and get it fixed. Yep. Absolutely. So, that's where back we're at. Birds. But yeah, they hate Miles Sanders. Look, I, I like the fact that Nick Sirianni is running the ball. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if – so as much as I think that a lot of the play calling early on was coming from the front office, I think Jeffrey Lurie was taking a lot of heat online. And, you know, he might – people say, oh, he might just ignore it. But – when everyone is calling you out for keeping a GM around who's not working, maybe he just said, you know what, Nick, go ahead, do what you want this week. See what works. Because if you lose this game, there's going to be big changes. There was even a change with Jonathan Gannon. We saw him blitz a little bit more. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if there's more Liberty with the play calling. I don't know if they game plan differently. Yeah. But this week worked, and you know, and, and to be honest, the, the Lions this week looked terrible. But weeks before, they were almost beating the Rams and almost beating the Ravens. They're playing with a lot of heart out there, so I don't know what it was specifically, but everything was firing in all cylinders this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Eagles just got after it, man. I mean, I'm hoping that you know they they made the right. I mean, they they had the right game plan going in, so you know. Um, and, and it worked. So I hope, hope they can, I hope they continue, um, whatever, whatever it was. Um, cause you just saw it, you saw it right there. I mean, they, they were, you know, and again, I know it's the lions, but they were borderline on unst- unstoppable. I mean, they, they were not getting stopped when they were running the ball. So, and we, we've been saying this for weeks and weeks now, when you run the ball, it sets up everything else. And it did. Now I know Jalen hurts didn't have, you know, that many yards or, because we just ran the ball so much, we were we were in the lead, so we didn't have to pass. But it just we, it set up. We pulled what the Cowboys did on us on the Lions. 
Yeah, we did. We did. It, it looked uh, very similar. Just running up the gut, running up the gut, running up the gut. Yeah. I mean, and, and if it works, then why stop? The holes were there. Yeah. So I hope whatever, whatever they did, I hope it continues. And like I said, if we run the ball like that, we definitely have a chance of beating the Chargers. I'm not saying we will, but we have a chance. I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This season, I don't care about a win. Yeah. I care about a competitive game. Yep. They keep it close against the good teams, which they've struggled to so far. I want to see improvement every week. I don't want to just see garbage time points. I, like, if the Chargers win 24-21, but they win on a last-minute field goal, am I going to be upset? Yeah, but I'm going to get over it in the end because it's like, okay, they kept it close. Right. If the Chargers win, like, I don't know, 38-20 and we yeah. score the, the, you know, the last 17 points in the fourth quarter, then that, that does nothing for me. And that's what it seemed a lot this season. It seems like a, a lot of the catch-up comes in the fourth quarter, and, you know, that's great, and that shows that you can drive down the field and score late in the game, but if you're not keeping it close in the middle – those yeah, leads are I mean, too insurmountable. Yeah, the games are over at that point. You know, um, you know they're either putting in backups or they're they're like, okay, this game's over. Let's just let let them have it, basically. So, and that was, you know, that's what happened in the Raiders game. That's what happened in the Buccaneers game. Um, so, yeah, just you know, against the good teams, and I know, you know, with our schedule, I, I think they said it's the easiest left in the NFL. Um, but we still play some decent teams like the Chargers next week. Uh, we play the Saints. Uh, they just lost Jameis Winston, but they just beat the Buccaneers. So uh, we, play, we still play them. Um, They're also so, without T- uh, Taysom Hill, aren't they? Yep. Yep, they are. So they have, they're going uh, throwing Trevor Simeon out there. So, uh, but yeah, Jameis Winston's done for the year. Um, I don't know how long Taysom Hill's out for, but. So yeah, we still have some, you know, we still do have do have some decent games, um, but we have a lot of winnable games. So, see what happens. Anything that you saw this weekend that really stuck out to you? Well, obviously the run game, but we already went over that. Um, you know, you mentioned it a little bit. I think the defense played really, really well. And again, I I know I'm going to keep saying this. I know it's the Lions, and I'm not going to get you know overhyped, but. Um, you were, you were spot on. Jonathan Gadden made adjustments. Um, you know, he called more blitzes. Um, you know, there was a bunch of guys who had a bunch of guys who had sacks. Josh Sweat had two. Milton Williams had his first one in his career. Um, you know, some other guys had some, uh, Derek Barnett had one. So, you know, they were just, they were getting after the quarterback. Um, and that's what they're built to do. Uh, they're built through the trenches. And if they can get after the quarterback, it's going to make everything everything easier for for the linebackers and secondary. Um, so I think the biggest thing was the pass rush and just the uh, the adjustments by Gannon, just calling more blitzes. Good. Good. And Darius Land a touchdown. That is true. Revenge game. game. Yes. Yes. Everything's a revenge so. game nowadays. Yeah, it's true. Everything, everything is. So, you know, just on the NFL news around the league, especially in the NFC, uh, the Rams just traded for Von Miller today. Yeah. Uh, two second day picks. Do they care about the draft? 
Uh, no, not at all. Rams don't care about the draft at all. Um, I will say though, uh, you know, getting Von Miller probably puts them over the over the top. Uh, they're probably right now. I would say, you know, they could be they could be the best team, if not in the NFC, then the NFL. Um, I mean, Matt you're, you're Stafford about, has been. I mean, he's, yeah, Matt Stafford's been phenomenal. I mean, Cooper Cup doesn't, you know, he has ten catches a game. Um, yeah, the run game's phenomenal. Um, they're they're you know, finding ways about, to utilize like Robert Woods differently too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Van Jefferson's getting involved. He was pretty. He was pretty much a non-factor last year as a rookie, and now he's coming out this year, and you know, he's a great deep threat. Um, and you're talking about putting Von Miller on the same line as Aaron Donald. So, I mean, that's that's you know, I mean, they, their defensive line was already scary, and now you're putting Von Miller, an eight-time Pro Bowler, uh, on that same line. So, good luck. Um, so, but yeah, I, I mean, that just makes you know one of the best teams even better. Um, but you know, in terms of the draft, they don't. I mean, they want to win a championship. I mean, that's. That's what you got to do. Um, if you're will, if you're trying to win a championship, then you know you got to get the the guys that are going to put you over the top. And Von Miller, I think, might put them over the top. Well, and people think he's not good anymore, dude. He's he's still got it. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, like, he's I a monster you know, truck. Yeah, I mean, I know he's been injured the last couple of years, but when he's been out there, he's still been you know, a mess out there. So if he can stay healthy, he'll, he'll he's going to be fine. Trust me. That's scary. It is very scary. All right. I mean, you have, you have Aaron Donald, who's arguably the best player in the NFL. And you have Von Miller, who's an eight time pro bowler. Still, you know, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And that was to a line that, that was already good. So, Good thing we don't play him this year, because that would be that would be a bloodbath. Yep, that would be terrible. Yeah. Okay. I miss you, Miles. I know you do, man. I miss you. I miss you so much. (laughs) That should have been you. You should have had four touchdowns. Are you going to write him a love poem? No. Okay. I'm just going to tell him on this podcast that he's not going to listen to. Good, good, good. Uh, you know, we play the Jets later in the season. Yeah. And am I crazy or is Mike White playing better than <laughs> than uh, Zach Wilson? Yeah, no, he was. He, he definitely played better. Uh, it was only one game. Um, but, you know, the Bengals are a pretty solid team. So, uh, I don't know. This this week was weird. I mean, the Jets won. So, anytime that happens, it's going to be weird. But, uh, yeah. All right. Shout out Mike White. A random guy I, you know, never really heard of, I'll be honest. So. Yep. Yep. Same thing with uh, Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. No, don't shout on him though, because I'm not shouting him out. I'm just saying I've no. never heard of him before. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to the Sixers. They almost blew that game against the Pistons. 
I, I just, I don't know, man. It's like, I mean, we keep saying it, but I just, I don't feel it yet. I'm not excited. (laughs) Like I'm going, I'm going to the game. I'm going to the Wednesday night game against the Bulls, and I'm like, I'm just going. Like the Bulls are a menace this year. They're yeah, the Bulls are pretty solid. Um, you know, like my dad invited me. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm mostly going just to spend time with my dad. Honestly, <laughs> is it just um, the Ben Simmons situation, or is it just the sour taste we still have in our mouths? I think it's just the, it's just everything that's happened. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, the whole Ben Simmons thing, but not just that. It's the, it was the, you know, the the terrible ending to last season. Just it was so it's so recent. It, it, you know, it's uh, like I said, it's only a few months. It was only a few months a few months ago. So we haven't really had time to, you know, process it and and you know accept it. Um, so I don't know if it's that or just everything with with the Eagles and the, and the Flyers underperforming last year and you know them this and then all of a sudden it's back and you know. They, they looked okay, I guess, at times, and then they look horrible at times. I, I just, and the Phillies, the Phillies are still bad. Their bullpen was somehow even worse. Uh, and then the Eagles, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's everything. It's just a combination of everything that has happened. Now, are so we just gassed? Are we just tired of it? I think we're just yeah. I think we've we've had enough of the mediocrity and the and the just the drama, the unnecessary drama. You know, with with Carson Wentz. You know, now Ben Simmons. I don't know. I think it's just the way that everything's panned out. I I don't understand. How the city of Philadelphia went from a place where the Flyers almost made it to the Stanley Cup, the Sixers were contenders for the championship at, the, at that point, the Eagles are just coming off a Super Bowl, to losing your starting quarterback, to one of your best players on the Sixers holding out to get traded with four years left on their contract, and the Flyers missing the playoffs last year. The Phillies, we kind of expect that at this point. Come on. Yeah, but it's like the Phil- like the Phillies don't add – anything like they they make it worse because every year we expect okay this is the year that we finally make the playoffs and then it's utter disappointment that's true i mean the phillies were good enough if you take out the bullpen they're good enough to make the playoffs because if you think about it we had like over 30 blown saves. If we if we win half those games, we're in the playoffs easy. Because the Braves only won 88 games. We we won 82. And the Braves are currently up 3-2 in the World Series. They are. I'm not going to talk about that though because I'm just going to get more upset. Um. But yeah, if we win half those blown saves, we're in the playoffs no problem. Like there's no there's nothing we're we're automatically in like there's there's no fight at the end we're easily in so I don't know man 
it's just everything. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's everything that's happened in the last few months. It's we haven't really had time to to process and accept and then and then move on. And now Tobias Harris is in health and safety protocols and is expected to miss multiple games. Uh, Joel Embiid's resting the night. What do we see from this team that would project them to finish in the top three or four of the Eastern Conference? Uh, we need Ben Simmons back. We do. That's the only way. Because right we need now, people to stop going to the stadium to start F Ben Simmons chance. Well, we're playing the Portland Trailblazers tonight, and uh, when he was on the when he was at the free throw line, they were chanting, "We want Damian Lillard." So, there's that. Um, yeah, we need Ben back, man. That's I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Because uh, right now, this team is probably I don't know, like a fifth or sixth seed, honestly. I mean, we're we still are probably going to make the playoffs, but we're not going anywhere. All is forgiven if he comes back and plays well and with heart. That's yep. it. And he owns up to his mistakes. Which it looks like he's begun, as long as it's not a ruse. Yeah. So, like we said earlier, if he, if he can get the help that he needs, come back, play well, all is forgiven, man. We We, we want you back. I mean, most of us want to want you back. But yeah, the only people that don't see that the team is better with Ben Simmons are the people that are just the deranged fans that call into the radio shows and say things like that all the time that are constantly miserable no matter how good the teams do. Right. So. And if you listen you know, to most people want you back, Ben. Yeah, most people want you back. Uh, the coaches have said they want him back. The players, you know, Joel Embiid went out of the way, and in the first game they were like, you know. I mean, Joel even said it, you know, Ben's still our brother. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's get behind him. So I'm going to listen to Joel because Joel knows what's up. And uh, I'm behind you, Ben. I want you back. Let's come back and win a title. That's all I want. Amen. Because with you, it's possible. It's going to be tough, but it is possible. Yeah. So. And I can't even begin to talk about the Flyers because I really haven't been watching. That's my own fault, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I know it's early in the season, but I don't know. I mean, Carter Hart hasn't looked that great. Cam Atkinson's uh, been killing it. Yeah, Cam Atkinson's been really, really solid. Um, I think that trade uh, that sent Voracek to Columbus has actually worked out for both sides. You know, I read a stat where Voracek has assisted on, like, over 25% of their goals this season. So I think it's working out for both sides so far. Again, I know it's early, but um, I think Ristolainen, I think he missed the first game or two, but he's come, I think he's coming and played pretty solidly. That's not a word, but just go with it. Um, but I, I think everything, you know, I think everything is up to Carter Hart. Uh, if he can, if he can bounce back, I think this team can, can can play with the best of them but if he's not himself then we're not we're not going anywhere that's true so you know i mean atkinson can be playing well terry has been playing pretty well um 
you know, a lot of guys have been playing pretty decently well. So, but if, if Carter Hart can't, can't bounce back, it's unfortunate, but we're not, uh, we can't make a deep run. So I, I really want, I really want the kid to succeed. I know he can, but we'll see if that happens. Well, you know, there's not really much else to talk about in my, my mind, at least. Um, do you yeah. have anything that you want to add to this episode before, you know, we, we reach the final destination? Um, I know it's short, but honest to God, the only thing that really happened, um, the Eagles pummeling the Lions, the Sixers, it's still too early to tell where they actually stand. Uh, they play well some games, like against the Hawks, they played incredibly well. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring up uh, Trey Young complaining about the not getting foul calls. <laughs> that yeah, is man. So literally, you're, you're probably one of the big, if not the biggest reason that why that, that rule changed. Because you were literally abusing it in in the playoff run that you had. So you, it's your own fault, bro. So get used to it. Well, you know, uh, you look at his points per game dropping. You look at Harden's points per game dropping too. I yep. would, I would say that those two were the biggest reasons that it changed in the first place. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Those weren't basketball plays, and no, I, I, I mean, agree with it 100. Yeah. percent The whole time we were like, "That's not a foul, dude. He's backing into him." Exactly. So they finally, finally made that a thing, and. It's good. I think it makes space basketball even better. So, but uh, last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, fans just try to ease up on Ben a little bit. Um, you know, I know everything he's done this this off season, but if he is going through something, then got to let him have his space and get the help that he needs. Very, very true. And with that, we have reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and phlsportsnation.com, where you can also find all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon on there. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, and many more. If we're not on a platform you like, shoot us an email at thephlbandwagon at gmail.com. And, oh, no, excuse me, rather, phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. And we can either listen to your uh, mail request if you want us to talk about anything. Tell us. I read it. Jeff reads it. Yeah, we'll cover it, man. And preferably something nice. The last ones weren't nice. And as long as it's it's Philly sports related, like, I'm not going to talk about how the Thunder beat the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I look, this is a Philly sports podcast. Yeah, sometimes we dabble into the national news if it's big, but that's really it. Um, yeah. College basketball season's coming up. You can ask us about that, about any of the big five. Yeah, uh, Ryan's a guy. He went there. He's now alma mater, so he knows his stuff on that. Um, I try to keep up as much as I can on, you know, the kind of the top guys who are – coming into the draft uh and that goes with college football and college basketball i try to do that as much as i can so you know if you if you if you want to also talk about a specific player um who's involved 
in the in the area, uh, I'll do that. I'll look them up and and you know talk about them. So we'll do anything as long as it's uh, Philadelphia related. Yep. Yep. We can. Um, you know, we love talking about things. You know, we share polls on Twitter and Facebook, and we really do enjoy you guys interacting with us. Uh, we try to go through everything. Um, everyone says very nice things, except for some people, which is contradictory. But I think you know what I mean by Twitter. Mm. And yeah, we have merch. Go to the Weg Shop. You can rock your TBW merch. Uh, I got myself a nice hoodie recently. It's very comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah. It is a good nap hoodie. Do you know what I mean by a nap hoodie? I do. I do know what you mean. You got that one hoodie that's just fluffy enough where you can just curl up in it. Yep. You wake up feeling like you slept for 10 years. It's great. <laughs> the grogginess isn't, but the hoodie feels amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, that's really it. Uh, you can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels on Twitter. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. We've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. And hopefully go birds next week, too. Go birds. Go birds. Birds. Come on.